It's Thursday, January 19, 2012. I'll just say this. This is not the end of the fight. The White House wins the GOP's Keystone XL Pipeline game for now. Seattle is shut down tonight. Snowmageddon in Seattle. Snow no-show in California. Plus... By averting a half a degree of projected warming... That's really a substantial portion of whether the planet really goes over two degrees or stays below that. Climate change, now with slightly less apocalypse. I'll take it. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It's apocalypse. Yes, yes it is. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, speaking of apocalypse, <laughs> Texas tough guy Rick Perry is now out of the GOP race for the Republican nomination. That, despite his tough guy talk last September, along these lines. EPA, we don't need you monkeying around and fiddling around and getting in our business on every kind of regulation that you can dream up. You're doing nothing more than killing jobs. It is a cemetery for jobs at the EPA. Well, it looks like the Republican voters have rejected Rick Perry's assertion that it is a cemetery for jobs at the EPA. Yeah, they may disagree about it coming from Rick Perry, but the remaining candidates are singing a very similar tune. If not with the same tough guy Texas bravado, but we'll see it's still early in the year. What do you have for us today, Tess? Well, the Obama administration announced on Wednesday it will not approve the Keystone XL pipeline from Canada after congressional Republicans inserted a rider into the payroll tax cut legislation, forcing a deadline on the decision before a new pipeline route could be finished. White House Press Secretary Jay Carney said the Republicans' 60-day deadline was the sole reason for the denial. Setting an arbitrary deadline through this uh, purely political effort would put the State Department in a corner, would severely uh, hamper their ability to review an alternate route and a new pipeline route in the proper way. This was a huge game of chicken, and the president called the GOP's dare on this thing. Yes, but did the Republicans' arbitrary deadline really backfire, or is it a calculated move to give the Republicans and the oil industry ammunition in the upcoming presidential election? Here's Republican House Speaker John Boehner. Republicans in Congress will continue uh, to push this because it's good for our country and it's good for our economy. And it's good for the American people, especially those who are looking for work. Yeah, a few hundred of them. Yeah, and for its part now, the White House is fighting back with a new ad hitting the oil industry. Secretive oil billionaires attacking President Obama with ads fact-checkers say are not tethered to the facts. Oh, it's on. That may not be enough to reach a busy public against the PR blitz promoting wildly misleading job statistics with the Keystone XL pipeline. You mean like this? The Keystone project would generate 20,000 immediate jobs. It would create at least 50,000 jobs. In total, about 118,000 indirect jobs. 120,000 jobs. Some estimates said could provide up to a million new high-paying jobs. Yeah, and they're also hiding the fact that the Keystone XL pipeline is actually an export pipeline to China and will raise gas prices on Americans. We have a full roundup of all the facts at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You and your facts. 
The extreme weather trend of 2011 is blasting into 2012. After years of East Coasters having all the fun with their snowmageddons, the Pacific Northwest finally got a snowpocalypse of their very own. Highways turned into dangerous ice and snow. Ice just covering the roads here. Slush turning into ice tonight. Buried in a possible record 14 inches of snow by lunch. We wanted to freeze over. It is so tired. The kids are loving it, but Washington State is under a state of emergency. The entire Seattle region was paralyzed by the rare and historic snowstorm, receiving a winter's worth of snow in just a day. It's the exact opposite in California, where snow is a no-show. After record snows last year, this year the Mountain West is bone dry and ski resorts are suffering. Yosemite National Park set a new record for no snow this late in the season. Park visitors in short sleeves are ice skating on ponds that would normally be buried under at least six feet of snow. But at least they're frozen. Good point. But there is some good news for a change in the effort to fight global warming. A report by international scientists led by NASA have identified 14 relatively cheap and easy measures that the world could take to reduce global warming in the near term by cutting soot and methane. Both contribute to global warming and pollution, and cutting them could buy the world some time, as NASA climate scientist Drew Shindell explains. These things really have an immediate and quite powerful, in many cases, effect on climate, both at global and regional scales. Cutting them could buy some time by reducing global temperatures by half a degree Celsius by 2050, crucial to keeping the planet below the two-degree threshold, scientists say, is the safe limit for climate change. So it's a little bit, but every little bit helps. Indeed. For more on all of our stories today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor The Green News. You can also subscribe to us anytime via iTunes, listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher, and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Give a little bit, give a little bit of your love to me. I'll give a little bit, I'll give a little bit.